Did you know that some of the more uh, music savvy folks noticed that we've been using the same music for like a year and a half? Like no, the, not the just intro? the intro. No, just like all of it. Like what? Like all of it. I mean, like there's some bits, you know, like Kinder News, of course. Oh, yeah, 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 same, yeah, yeah. same as yeah. always. Yeah. But no, the background stuff. Like when the apology stuff and the mm. whatever, it's always been the same. So I've had some, you know, Chacha mentioned to me that uh, he noticed that we recycle a lot of the same background music. And I let him know it's like really hard. You know, other than Rory Lynch that we confused and convinced that his music is now ours. Like, we don't have a big back catalog to steal from, so... Well, and those bits, people will recognize the music, recognize what's... Yeah, know, no, like, there's 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 They're, they're kind of married now. Anyway, I also told Cha-Cha that if he sent us some stuff, you know, it would be lucrative for him, which is an absolute lie, but... Yeah, But he doesn't. Lucrative. He's not, like, a big listener, I don't think. Any marketing is good marketing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just just so you know. He doesn't listen, he just criticizes. And just yeah. <laughs> and just so the listeners know, there's like there's more. There's more music on its way. It's gonna be really good. It's gonna be uh very fresh and it's gonna be very free. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody. I, mean, I you know, I have sweet little time to practice the cue chord, but Oh yeah, well we can make a lot of music with that thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's anyway this is featuring jeff goldblum it's uh i busted it out the other day and my girlfriend just about shanked me yeah well after about two three minutes she's like okay, okay. any any good gift should hurt your relationship that's what i've learned that's a bad <laughs> it's bad advice <laughs> that one does though that one does. Yeah, it's it's a terrible instrument, and I had to get out of my house, and you, it was near and dear to your heart, so yeah. I thought, you know. Yeah, she's like, why don't you bring your guitar over? And I'm like, it's not much better. <laughs> like, I think I know two songs total, so. Yeah, noodling is as noodling does. Yeah, yeah, the cue chord is. I mean, I feel like even if you're good, I, I feel like people that are good at instruments, even their significant other is not, like, happy with them playing them all the time like i imagine like james taylor sitting in his house and he's just like i've seen fire and carol's like fuck we've heard this can you be please do the fucking dishes or something (laughs) jesus christ yeah listening i mean yeah i mean especially you pick a pick up a guitar and people are like oh play this you're like uh Okay. Well, all they know to ask for is Freebird or Wonderwall, as far as I know. <laughs> Freebird. Taking one acoustic guitar. Play Freebird. <laughs> You're not going to like this, but okay. <laughs> uh, well, it's been a minute, huh? Uh, hey, everybody. This is featuring Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> featuring me, your main host, your always host, the only one who's made it. I don't have a good number. Seventy something, seventy something episodes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, technically, it can't happen without you. I love that. You're the you're the heart and soul. I'm th- I'm the glue that holds this whole gang together. And beside me is the ho- the horse we made some of the glue from. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm uh, missing a couple of hoofs, but I'm still kicking. Yeah, you're you can can't run, but you can still yep, kick. I get here slowly, but I get here. Uh, Mr. Austin Armstrong, as everyone knows and loves. I'm just uh coming to chit chat about all things Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Is yeah. that what we uh, do? <laughs> yeah, I mean we've it's kinda lost its track, but I don't think it has. No. See, okay. People talk to me about this all the time. And I have to be true to our plan here. Our plan was never to have a podcast that is only ever talks about Jeff Goldblum. Our plan was to use Jeff Goldblum's name and likeness to create a podcast in which Jeff would either have to sue us and or come on to. Because it made no other sense than to do one of those other things. True. So we can, we're, we're basically on track. We are doing exactly what we plan to all the time. Our media has been Jeff Goldblum centric. Our name has been Jeff Goldblum centric. Yeah. We have met Jeff and let him know exactly what we're doing. He seems very unconcerned. <laughs> and given our listenership, he should probably be very unconcerned. But, but we are 
coming. We're coming very slowly from a very long distance, Jeff. But one of these days, you know, it's going to be like Apple TV. Nobody saw that shit coming. Yeah. But now look, yeah, Ted Lasso. Great. I just started C with Jason Momoa. Wow. C? Yeah. The, none of them see. oddly enough. That's the crazy thing. The show's called C and they're all blind. Interesting. But it's good. Well, I think some giant man just like yelling and clicking all the time so he can figure out where things are. It's way hotter than it sounds. Wow. It's it's a pretty sexy show. Clicking. Yeah. Like with like this, but also like and also like, hello, hello, (laughs) just into the void. But everyone else is also blind. They're also like, shh, or they're like, hello, help (laughs) find me. What's the, what is like the plot? Uh, as far as I can tell, the plot is COVID happens, Mm -hmm. uh, and most people die. Oh, super. And then like 2 million people on earth survive. And this show set like three or four centuries after that. Mm -hmm. And the people that survived, like they ended up, those ancestors went blind and then their kids were born blind, and everybody since then's been blind, and everyone's been blind for so long that like having sight is like a myth. It's not like real anymore. Mm. And then of course, and no spoilers, but of course, like the premise of the show is there's like one dude people have heard of that like can see, and everyone else is still blind, and that dude's like baby mama shows up in this village and gives birth to two twins that can see. And they, like, lie about being able to see because everyone's afraid they'll be, like, burned like witches because we, like, revert back every few hundred years. How, how would they find them? Yeah. The kids Click, who can clicks see. Clicks <laughs> and yeah. snaps. It's like snap sonar. No, it's like, you know, they're all getting pretty good at being blind. So, like, the kids, like, no one can tell they're blind, but the kids are, like, coached because they're kids. You know, kids mm. say dumb shit. So they're coached as kids to be like, don't let anyone know. Don't ever like, say, look at that. Yeah, don't, don't, don't ever like mention that you can see. Yeah, I mean, I think they call it the light or whatever. Like, don't mention that you have the light. Like, hmm. the light means that you can see things. But the kids, you know, I'm sure are super important because they can see. And yeah, basically, the myth goes like, the the gods took away sight from human beings because we fucked up the earth. Now the Earth is like reverting back. It's very like Horizon uh, Zero Dawn and Forbidden West esque. It's got that same vibe, but everybody's blind. Hmm. We didn't take away your iPhone this time, like we took away your eyes. Just the eye. Yeah, just the eye. The phone stayed. They still all text. They got really good at it because they never like upgraded to the phone that doesn't have buttons, so they can all feel still. You know, so they can text fine. Oh yeah, they're still using T nine word. Yeah. Nice. And they're great at it. It's yeah. fucking crazy. <laughs> like, I thought I was getting pretty good at it, but after watching that show, dude, they, like, write novellas on T9. <laughs> it's wild. T9 novella. Not nine vela could be, like, a whole thing. Nine vela. Yeah. A T9 base novella. <laughs> Autocorrect just, like, adjusts everything. Jeez. <laughs> Oh man! Well, we're gonna meet Jeff soon. We're gonna meet, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, July twenty second at the Fox. Well, I mean, I've met him once. I do think that. Just, the, just so you know, I've met. I know. I, yeah, I've yeah. met him once, but we are gonna meet Jeff on July twenty second mm-hmm. at the Fox. You're gonna get your shot this time. Yeah. I'm gonna hang back. Yeah, I'm going to force him. Yeah, you're gonna like kidnap him to come on the podcast. <laughs> By literally having something on my phone or some type of micro recording device. Oh, we have to. Yeah, I'm going to say, I think here's the plan. You're going to give me your phone, right? Or we're going to give Natalie or Lauren your phone and say like, hey, take a picture of us. But in reality, we're going to take a video yeah. of us. And then we're just going to hold him for as long as possible and just keep stalling and asking him questions and talking so that we get a interview out of him. Yeah, I need some like key points of his things he won't stop talking about. Yeah, uh, jazz music, uh, dinosaurs. Actually? No, not actually. Yeah. Uh, he really likes he's music. Sick of, he's probably sick of being asked about Jurassic Music Park. and his kids seem to be like the main things. Mm-hmm. Music, kids, wife, clothes. 
uh, any anything like like we can bring up like his acting teacher or like old school New York like acting classes in the fucking eighties. You know what I'll do is I'll read. I don't know where that book is. Oh, mom has it. Okay, I'll read it and I'll. Yeah, you got it. I've got some talking points ready for you. Points, yeah. P.S. It's also like the thirty. Can that be right? You know what I might do too. I might just. Can that be right? I might just before the show if we go there early. If there's like a meet and greet with the band, I could potentially just break the drummer's hands and say, "Oh, I'd love to fill in." And then my wow, that's like a. That's some Batman yeah, shit then right my, there. Then my favorite. What's some like evil Batman it's, shit? Uh, but I'm earning a favor. I give do him a favor. He does me a favor. So it, it can't be you that comes to break his hand. Like, are you gonna? How are you gonna like? Oh no! It'll be. It, I'll. I'm gonna think it through. It'll be like you know some Home Alone shit where like a paint can's on a rope and he accidentally <laughs> hits it. His hands are on a table conveniently. And they smashes his hands. Yeah, there's a lot of ifs here. <laughs> this could go terribly awry. Yeah, or but. perhaps like a, hmm, a very transmittable illness. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to create an illness anyone, in a lab. Anyone who's planning on having COVID like a month, let me know. That's fair. Yeah, I don't think it happens like instantly, though. So you'd probably still play the well, show. Oh, yeah. So in three weeks, two and a half. Yeah, you're going to have weeks, to time yeah. it just right. Yeah. And we have to look up who his band is. I mean, I've met a few of them. They're very nice. Odds are he has, like, backups. He'd be like, oh, let me phone so-and-so from the jazz club at Yoshi's. Yeah, but you have to be right there to be like, you know what, actually. Oh, you know you know what? I actually uh, know all of your music. Live. I owned Yoshi's. <laughs> <laughs> I am Tommy Igo. My name is Oshi, Yoshi Oshi. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's probably not going to happen, but I am excited to be able to pick his brain for the 20 seconds we have him or so oh yeah and no he was very um he's very open last time he talked to us he was on stage talking into a microphone and he talked to us for a good long while do you think we could get he already has a pin yeah he already has a pin so we need to do something better The, the trophy oh we need to get the doll done yeah oh shit yeah, we need to talk to Dad because I needed to make a base. Or can you lay the base? I'm sure yeah. you can. Yeah, yeah. I have the dolls and I have the glasses, so we just need to lay a base, and I can make a featuring Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum award find, for Jeff Goldblum. You find some Ken doll clothes that are. Oh no! It's it's no! It's like an Oscar. It's clothesless. I just spray paint the Ken doll gold. I put black glasses on them. We we adhere him to a, a base, like an Oscar style mm-hmm. round base. And then I will call like I'll do it like I'll do it like as soon as we finish recording. Mm-hmm. I will order like one of the fucking gold metal plaques. Little plaques, yep. Yep. That says like featuring Jeff Goldblum presents twenty twenty three award for best Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> 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 and then we will get, we will announce to him that he got an award. We'll take a picture together. We'll get some signed things. We'll deliver his award to him. It's mm-hmm. it's priceless. Yeah. It's flawless. Give him a give him a card again. Yep. I think the more this is pounded in his brain, he'll be like, "Oh, we got to keep doing it." These yeah. guys keep. We're gonna we're gonna actually adhere a card to the bottom of it. I'm too. curious to see how good his memory is too. See if he remembers. He. I mean, we were we were on it. So I would be shocked if he forgot us. I mean, that was only, what, a year or two ago? Should we wear, like, fake Jeff Goldblum glasses? I've got those for us, too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I'm ready. Nice. We're going to go hard. Should probably wear some... And we need to dress in the nines, yeah. Yeah. We need to be, like, fucking dressed up. Yeah. Like, looking fly. I might just wear, like, a T-shirt. Well, then wear, a, like, a tuxedo T-shirt, at a least. T-shirt. Some flip flops or something, right? Dressed up. I mean, we'll get you a tuxedo T-shirt and some like. We, I think we can find flip flops that are actually suede. <laughs> <laughs> then that would work. I'll find a good. I'll find a good memorable shirt. Yeah, wear. we need something just like on it, or we just like go ahead of time buy his band T-shirt. You wear the band T-shirt, but we'll like rip the sleeves and wear it in like real well. Well, so it seems maybe, like you've had it this whole time. Maybe we should just pool some money together 
and we'll get you a giant tattoo of him. I mean, I'm down to go get a tattoo before the show of Jeff Goldblum. Like, like a freshie. Like across your back? Like yeah, like a big one. Inches. <laughs> yeah. I was going to do inner thigh, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think I can show that to him like in a crowd of people and not be like drug out by security. So I think we'll have to do something a little more subtle. Yeah. But yeah, I think we have a plan here. Well, we'll we'll fine tune, but yeah, I think uh I think yeah, we'll break the hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to start with the drummer's hands. Start with the drummer's hands. We got to find a way to get rid of his fingers or something. <laughs> <laughs> Some type of like finger eating disorder. Speaking of finger eating disorders, did you know Jurassic Park just celebrated its 30 year anniversary? Jurassic Park came out 30 years ago in 1993. Dang. You were... Four. Yeah, barely alive. Do you remember Jurassic Park? I mean, I know you remember Jurassic Park. came out, fuck no. I remember I watched Jurassic Park. I was six and a half. You're probably freaking terrified. Uh, Yeah, we didn't watch it in theaters. I wasn't allowed to go to theaters to see it. I think I saw it like... The following year, I was like... It wasn't that you weren't allowed to go to theaters to see it. It's that our parents didn't want to deal with us in a movie theater. Yeah, that's fair. And also, that movie was fucking scary for the time. Mm -hmm. Like, that was pretty fucking wild. But I think I saw it... I must have been like... I was going to Brook Knoll. So I was probably like seven or eight. Uh, You would have been like... If I was four, you would have been like six and a half. No, but I didn't get to like. Oh, when you actually remember, saw it. remember how it worked on VHS? It wasn't when streaming existed. Yeah, yeah. So like, it, once it was in theaters, it took like a full fucking year or more before it was on VHS. And then once it was on VHS, it was like always out of stock because they only had like one or two copies of the video store, mm-hmm. and you have to like wait for everyone in your community to watch a movie before yeah. you got to watch it. Yeah. So I was probably like seven and a half by the time I actually saw Jurassic Park for the first time. You were on a two and a half year wait list. Yeah. <laughs> but I finally got to see it because I was at a fucking birthday party at Patrick Kelly's house who lived like a block from the elementary school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's the movie that all the little boys that sleep over like wanted to watch. And so we watched it there. And it was, I mean, it was on a, you know, it was a, it was a TV in a living room in the 90s. So it was like a little fucking screen and mm-hmm. we're all like crowded around it. And it was the gnarliest thing I've ever fucking seen. Like it was, well, actually dad showed me Chucky when I was like four and a half. Oh, so yeah. that was Terrible the gnarliest idea. thing I've ever Terrible seen. Idea. But there's probably some wet sleeping bags with that. Yeah, it was morning. a mess, dude. Yeah. Those dinosaurs were fucking real. <laughs> yeah, you look even I mean, you look back at it now too. It wasn't like super duper I mean it was very CGI, but it, it was, was not CGI. That was all fucking mechanical. Oh mechanical, yeah. Yeah, that was that was the first time they've used like full sized mechanical dinosaurs for things. And it was not like I don't think they've done a better job since the first one. Yeah, well, I think now the CGI is way more noticeable. Yeah, now we're, like, expecting it. Mm -hmm. I think they should actually go, if they're going to continue a Jurassic World like they do with Fast and the Furious and everything else, so they're going to make, like, 18 of them or whatever, they should go back the other way. Fast, there'll be Jurassic Park Tokyo Raptor or something. They should just blend the two, you're right. It should, yeah, it should be, like, it should should be Fast and the Furious Dinosaur. I think think they should just make a spinoff called Fast and the Ferocious. Yeah. <laughs> or like Jurassic Park here. <laughs> <laughs> I think if they keep going with it, though, they're going to have to take it to the next level. As in outer space? No, 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 no. As in film it with real dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. Well, they're working on it. They got the mammoths done now. Yeah. So now they got the woolly mammoths. They're going to work on like the small shit, like the, the, the cute dinosaurs, you know? Like some like little foot remake, I think is gonna like come duck, first. Ducky's gonna be the yeah, ducky but it's not foot. gonna be like a CGI. It's gonna be like a live action, live action fucking uh, what what is that show called? Uh, back no, not back in time. What's little foot in? Land before time. Land before time. Thank yeah. you. Land before time, as I used to call it. Yeah, yeah land before time. Yeah. So uh, they're gonna make a live action land before time with real dinosaurs first. 
get like the cute baby dinosaurs in, do test stuff. it, see how many people die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, see how many staff they can keep, how that all works out. Well, that's going to be hard because they're going to have to teach these dinosaurs to speak English. Well, I think they're going to have like Ray Romano and guys like that like take on the speaking parts. Yeah, yeah. A, he is a mammoth. Yeah, yeah. He's, so I feel like there's like some actors. Actually, this is a this is a fun thing. So, okay, here we go. I already know what I think, but I want to see what you think. So if they made, just assuming they can make actual dinosaurs, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to play the cast of characters in Land Before Time. Who would do the voices, starting with Littlefoot, the brontosaurus? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Now. Wow. Yeah, now. <laughs> you have to track uh, that boy down. No, so Littlefoot kind of had a high-pitched... But I mean, actors can act, so I feel like anybody could probably, okay. I mean, not anybody could pull it off, obviously, but like, I feel like you could, and it doesn't have to be exactly like the original. Okay, okay. okay. You know, like, just who would do the best job? So, like, they made fucking, what's his name, be, like, Robin Williams' original genie, and then we had fucking Will, Prince of Bel-Air. Will Smith, yeah. Yeah, that was, like, quite a different yeah. approach, you know, uh, so you don't have to, like, go for the full-blown thing okay littlefoot i'm gonna say hmm littlefoot i'm gonna have to go with this is kind of a leading character who would take that role on yeah and like fucking kill it Mm -hmm. because i have some thoughts you know i definitely have some thoughts i'm gonna go with the mandalorian guy oh really yeah Interesting. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Because I was thinking it's more like a Timothy Chalamet. Okay. You know? Okay. Like, but I also was thinking, just take the fucking entire cast from Rugrats. Mm-hmm. Like, those voice actors mm-hmm. could probably hit every part. Yeah, I was either thinking that or Carrot Top. Yeah, Carrot Top would be an interesting choice, but I feel like Carrot Top would be like the, the fucking... Uh, more like a ducky or more like what's the what's the petrie the bird petrie thank Car- you yeah, i feel like Caratoff would make a great petrie yeah okay but yeah i i could see a timothy chalamet or a tom holland mm-hmm. playing littlefoot i think they'd nail it um i would probably see danny devito as sarah oh i love that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love that and then what a chomper Chomper. See, I could see Danny DeVito as Chomper, well, I too. Say, I was thinking Arnold. Oh, man. Go for, like, a full twins thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Arnold is Chomper or whatever his name is. Yeah, that could be interesting. Yeah. Can you give me a little bit of Chomper? Like, your version <laughs> of Chomper? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did Chomp even say? Did he even speak? I don't think he spoke. I think he just kind of roared, but let's see. Chomper... That wasn't even the first one. That was like the third one. <laughs> he just yelled, get in the chomper. <laughs> <laughs> chomper was the second one. Okay. Here you go. We're going to get a little clip. This will help too. They all do have like baby voices. This is a chomper hatching for those at home. It's, it's a... Shark tooth. Shark tooth. Shark tooth. It is just the cast from Rugrats, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. It doesn't actually speak. So Arnold would be perfect for it. Uh, yeah. He just goes, ah! Yeah. That would be perfect. Um, Sarah, Danny DeVito. Yep. Chomp, Arnold, Littlefoot. I'm almost thinking Charlie Day. You're just going to go for the entire cast of It's Always Sunny no, in Philadelphia? I have, I have Arnold in there. Um, Petrie. Uh Whoever the guy is who did Iago in Aladdin. Oh, you're just, yeah, uh, that annoying guy. Uh, his he has name. That voice. Yeah, he has that voice. His name is. Uh, what is his name? He's so good. He's terrible, which is why he's so good. Uh, 
Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. I would have him do Petrie. And who's left? Uh, you've got okay. So we've got Littlefoot. We've got the we've got Petrie. We've got the Triceratops. You got Chomper, which is actually the second one. But Arnold Ducky, can wait. Ducky's Ducky. Left. Ducky would be. Hmm. Huh. Could be Ducky, kind of ditzy. Hmm. Arnold, Danny. I want to say Ducky would be that girl from uh, the third Stranger Things. She's a hawk, right? She's a Ethan Hawke's kid, Maya Hawk. Okay. okay. Maya Hawk from Stranger Things Three would be a great Ducky. Okay. Or the guy who plays Ducky in Sixteen Candles would also he's he's also in uh, the guy we could have. He's he's with Charlie Sheen and what's that show? I'm thinking Brothers. No. Uh, Two and a Half Men. Two and a Half Men. That's yeah. It. I'm thinking that Ducky is done. By the guy who did the Donald Duck voice in the Donald Duck voice. Oh, I love that. <laughs> what if we just went full, like, what if we just robbed, like, Mickey was Littlefoot. <laughs> and Donald was Ducky. And Goofy was, like, Petri. And then randomly have Littlefoot be Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, well, we need to, yeah, choose, choose like, the parents are fraggles mm-hmm. and like some of the side characters like Winnie that we just steal the entire like Disney world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just rebrand all that shit. Cause I also feel like the cast of Hey Arnold would like kill it. They might. Yeah. Just perfectly. Yeah. Like yeah. just copy paste. Or even like, uh, they're <laughs> all probably like in their fifties. <laughs> or do you like, uh, Golden Girls and Grumpier Old Men. Oh, shit. That's All good. together? Yeah. Do you like a reverse? They're babies, but now they're grandparents. B. Arthur as the Triceratops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah. I think circling back, they either need to real dinosaurs or completely reverse it and go claymation. I can dig that, too. Like a Christmas special style mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah, or just like, or just Jim Henson's like redoes everything. Yeah, true Muppet fashion. I think the next president should be a Muppet. Which, which Muppet? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, Big Bird's the obvious choice. But. Yeah, yeah, Big Bird's kind of Big Bird and Kermit would be like big, and I feel like Big Bird would well, be more is a Republican. Big Bird, a Muppet? big Bird, yeah, for sure. Okay. He's still Jim Henson creation. Yeah, yeah I thought so. Uh, Big Bird would be more of a Republican and Kermit would be more of a Democrat, mm-hmm. I feel like. Because Big Bird's like running, already kind of running the street, you know? And he doesn't <laughs> give a shit that like, <laughs> that Oscars lives in a trash can. He's just kind of like looks down on him, you know? And like expects him to get a job and move on. True. And Big Bird's a little selfish. He like helps Elmo out and Elmo's already ha- owns like three homes and a whole crayon world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like his up and coming little, you know? He's just, like, grooming the next generation. Mm-hmm. Whereas Kermit's just trying to, like, hold together this cast of characters, you know? Kermit's all over the Kermit's, place. Kermit's, yeah, he's got a stressful enduring that he's had to go through. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got, like, yeah. I, I feel like Kermit is far more, like, understanding than mm-hmm. Big Bird is. But I feel like those two would run against each other and they do great. But I feel like we have to have, like, the libertarian candidate. It's not going to win, but we want to win. Like, yeah, yeah. like, like Rolf. Yeah, Rolf would be a good one. He's going to be like your Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. Trying to think who else would be. I mean, Gonzo would run, but he definitely wouldn't like. Gonzo would be like a Green Party. Get picked. Yeah. yeah. But he would run with a chicken as his running mate. And yeah. it would be like a whole thing. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, we should probably, I don't know if we're like, we probably waited too long again and we've already stopped having ads, but we should probably try and do an ad. Okay. Let's do it. Or we can just do an ad to be safe. Yeah, let's do one. Let's just, let's find like an old 90s ad. Just in case, you know, like maybe we do have ads, but like if we don't, then I just want to make sure something plays in the middle. So let's just... uh Let's just do some poorly aged 90s commercials. That seems right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, you kids, get away from 
from the front of my house. Alice, look, it's those kids again on those skateboards. Call the cops. And you already called uh, the cops, Abner, and they said they weren't coming. The kids aren't doing anything. Where are these kids? Where are these kids getting this stuff from? ABF skate shop. If I ever find out where they're getting this stuff from, they're on Livingston Avenue in North Brunswick, just off Route 1, Abner. Skateboards, all the best names in decks, wheels, trucks, This looks like a very poorly made ad. Safety equipment, Abner. You don't want to listen to me, huh? Oh, Abner, where are you going? We can try and we can try again. Yeah, that was YouTube kind of failed us a lot. How about pull up pull up the life alert commercial? The I fall and I can't get up one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here it goes. Recently, when I became deathly ill, I was able to summon an ambulance, my next-door neighbor, my family, and my doctor without picking up a telephone. Dang. I used this remote control to contact LifeCall, my 24-hour emergency medical response service. Watch. You just press this button and speak into the air and... I'm having chest pain! <laughs> I'm calling paramedics and your family, Mr. Miller. I've fallen! And I can't get up. We're sending help immediately, like, Mrs. Fletcher. She See? fell, but she had her walker. She was on a couch. Yep. <laughs> she doesn't want to fall that hard. To get yeah. complete free information by mail about this affordable medical emergency response system, call toll-free now. Life Call can save your life. So call to get free details by mail right away. For free information about Life Call, call 1-800-872-9100. That's 1-800-872-9100. I think that was great. What do you? I mean, did they have like a maintenance plan on those things? Like, what if your phone line goes bad? What if the batteries die and you? Those fall? are landlines, but they don't go bad. The cord does. That shit was forever. Cord goes bad. What about the battery and the button? You think they changed those batteries? Well, you got to. You think they? The people using those things remember to do that. <laughs> they gotta go. Life alert! Help! My batteries are dying. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody comes. We'll out. send an ambulance to change the battery. <laughs> <laughs> We're alerting your neighbor right now. He's pissed because you've done this twice this week. Yeah, I feel like life alert would have been better with just giving them a bullhorn. I mean, we gave old people bullhorns before, and it turned out really bad. <laughs> Let's just do a couple for McDonald's. Just to make sure we hit all the commercials correctly. Kids like me will run in the world, I'd be able to jam. And my big brother will want me on his team. I'll give you my skateboard. I'll give you my allowance. My stereo. My bike. Please. But I'd be in the NBA. I'd have my own agent. A million? Try a billion. Duh. Everyone will want my autograph. A million? We go to McDonald's. Try a billion. Duh. Huge contract. Give me one every. I'd get the cool commercials. All the arches. All grimaces head. Nothing but net. <laughs> Hey, it could happen. Can you do one for me? Sure. 1992. 1992. Rappin'. Rappin'. Rockin'. Rockin'. Barbie. <laughs> Barbie. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm just curious. I've never heard of it. That gangsta bitch Barbie. She ain't take no yeah, shit. That's exactly what it reminded me of. <laughs> Okay. Here we go. Nineteen ninety two rapping rockin' Barbie doll commercial. Brought to you by featuring Jeff Goldblum. Hit it! Here's rapping rockin' Barbie. You can sing along. Cause with her boom box, you can rap a song. This Barbie's cool from her head to her toes. Cause she's got the most happening clothes. This Barbie's the hottest, that's what I found. Cause her boom box plays a real rap sound. <laughs> Rockin' Barbie doll and friends each have a boombox. Energizer brand batteries included. Dolls each sold separately. Energizer brand. <laughs> yeah, baby. That was wow. the shit back in the day. All right. That was their commercial break. <laughs> it's painful in every way. Uh, do you want to play a game? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. How does Saw do it? Saw? Do you want to play a game? No, that's not it. Think, I think it's even close. I think, it, I think it's like this. Do you want to play a game? Yeah. No, that's, that's not. That's maybe better. Is that it? Mm. It's that doll, right? It's that creepy doll. It's like, do you want to play a game? No, that's not it. Also creepy, though. Do 
be do <laughs> me 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 <laughs> um I've got a, I've got a game for you. Is what I'm trying to say. You want to play a game? Do, do, would you like to play a game? Uh, yeah. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Can't you want to play a game? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so here's the game. Uh, I'm I'm gonna attempt not to look at your screen. Oh yeah, let me turn it for you. Let me make this real. Actually, I'm not even ready. So just speak amongst yourselves. Okay. I'll give you a topic. <laughs> Butterflies neither butter nor fly. Discuss. Okay, so <clears throat> technically, you could mash up butterflies, add some sugar and some pectin. That needs to be more butter jelly. Yeah, it would be more butter jelly. But I mean, you know how they make like apple butter? Couldn't you make butterfly butter? <sighs> you could. I feel like it would be. Thing. I feel like somebody would be upset. And technically, butters aren't flies, but they do fly. Butters, butterflies. <laughs> so, if a butterfly doesn't fly, it's just butter. Well, what's a better name for a butterfly? Um, pretty flappy. Pretty flappy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, butterfly. If everything in the world was named by you, <laughs> just hyphenating oh, things. Yeah. <laughs> deers, deers, or what? Deer would be uh, Hoppy Brown. Hoppy Brown. What about like a dog? Um, a dog would be uh, Licky Woof. Licky Woof. Mm -hmm. I like this game, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what would a mirror be? Like a Licky Look? A mirror? Yeah. Uh, a mirror would be the Depression Glance. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> All right. Here, here's a game. We, I have a Jeff-centric game for you. Oh, shit. Okay. You ready for this? I, you got to prepare you for meeting him. I sadly know very little. You're going to learn a lot about him because you're going to meet him like okay. in 20-some-odd in days. Okay. 20, like 23 days. We're going to meet Jeff in person. So we got to know some things about him. So here's the game. Have you ever heard of uh, that like Reddit sensation and, and Twitter sensation? Uh, badly explained movies? Mm, yeah, I believe so. So people explain movies <laughs> in the most vague, bad way possible. Mm -hmm. So I'm this game is uh, badly explained could have been Jeff. So what I'm going to give you is a TV show or a movie in which Jeff Goldblum was actually uh, almost cast to play the lead role in. Mm -hmm. And you're going to guess what that movie was. And for bonus points, or show, and for okay. bonus points, you'll guess uh, what character he was, which is almost always the lead. So okay. it is what it is. But This is going to be a train wreck. So it is. <laughs> All right. We should have some music for this, too, just to piss off those music people who, like, think that we recycle stuff. Well, guess what? Recycling rules. Yeah. Take out the trash, baby, but pull those cans out separate because here comes some recycled music. Badly explained. Almost Jeff Goldblum movies. Are we ready? We're ready. <coughs> Sorry. There's a feather in my throat. Good audio there. Yeah, feather in my throat. Okay, this first one. Uh, this is a TV series. Okay. Just so you're aware. Okay. So there's numerous episodes. There's numerous episodes. Okay. Um, okay. The Reddit explanation of this TV series is every episode is just one wild day. Every episode is just one wild day. Every episode is just one wild day. I have to guess what the TV show is? Yeah. So this TV series was just set in one day spans of time only. Mm hmm So every episode was a full day i was gonna say 24 but that whole was it it's 24 but every episode was part of a day 
It wasn't a full day. Uh, 24. Every episode was 24 hours. Every episode. I mean, it didn't go, run for 24 every hours. Every episode was part of 24 hours. Okay, so. Because there wasn't only three episodes. So every show, this whole series was, was just one wild day, I suppose. Gotcha. Okay. So I was right, though. You were right. It was 24. So Jeff Goldblum was supposed to play Jack Bauer. No shit. Yeah, he was going to he was going to be cast as Jack Bauer, uh, but he turned it down, and they picked up uh, that other guy. Yeah, what the fuck is his name? No one remembers his name. Yeah. That's the only thing he's ever done. Yeah. Has he done anything else? I'm sure he has, but... Nothing uh, Jeff Goldblum has, like, action hero type thing? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, in the '80s, he was—he was Independence Day. He was Jurassic Park. People really saw him in that role. Yeah, I guess so. Like sexy hero type. I guess so. You know, he played a lot of like smarty hero type. Yeah, thing. yeah. Okay. Next. So number two, three guys get expelled from Columbia University for being bad scientists. This one's hard. For me, bad science. There's a giant marshmallow in this movie. Ghostbusters? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's so he was supposed to be Peter Venkman, uh, played by Bill Murray. Oh. He was supposed to be. I could have seen him in that movie. Yeah. He yeah. was he was gonna play uh Venkman. It wasn't even Bill Murray, was it? It was the other one with the glasses. Dan Aykroyd? The curly hair. No. No. The oh. The Tiny We Shrunk the Kids guy? The I don't think it was even him no. that played. No, it wasn't even him. But anyway, it was another guy that nobody <laughs> remembers because it was supposed to be Jeff Goldblum instead. Yeah, big mistake. Yeah, big mistake. So in that one, uh, the part was actually originally written for John Belushi, mm-hmm. but then John Belushi died. No, it was. It was Bill Murray's part. Okay. So Venkman's uh, Bill Murray. But it was originally written for SNL cast member John Belushi. When they first wrote it, John Belushi died. Then they were talking to a bunch of different cast members. They looked at Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future. Mm -hmm. They looked at uh, Michael Keaton, Jeff Goldblum, and then Bill Murray ended up getting the part. Who famously doesn't have an agent and just lets you leave messages on his voicemail, which we should do sometime. Really? Yeah. And then if he likes what you pitched, he'll just come do a movie for you. So we should just pitch that he should come on the podcast and see what happens. Interesting. And we just pretend that it's a movie. We, like, script the whole thing. Maybe he can call Jeff while he's here. There you go. See? If anybody could get Jeff, it's Bill Murray. Because the Ghostbusters guy sure couldn't. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if Jeff's butt hurt he didn't get the role at Bill, though. So here's here's one uh, similar one. Kid finds his dad to avoid incest. Isn't this <laughs> Finding Nemo? That's <laughs> dad finds kids. I'm, I'm actually now that I read these back, these are crazy hard. Kid finds his dad to avoid incest. Mm. Kid finds dad to avoid incest. <laughs> uh, kid finds dad to avoid incest. Homeward bound. <laughs> no, this was um, actually uh, Christopher Lloyd ended up getting this part. He played alongside uh, the guy who now shakes a lot. Oh, Back to the Future. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So the guy who shakes a lot, duh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what did it for you. So he actually, uh, Jeff Goldblum was supposed to play Doc in Back oh, to the Future. I could, I could see that too. Uh, and he is actually 14 years to the day younger than Jeff Goldblum. They have the same birthday, Christopher Lloyd and Jeff Goldblum. But Christopher Lloyd is 14 years older than Jeff Goldblum, which makes him, what, uh, 80? How old's Jeff? 73? So he'd be 87, 72, 71, right in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. be up there. He's up there. Uh, yeah, they basically, uh, producer Bob Gale admitted that if uh, Christopher Lloyd didn't take the part, which is a bit back and forth thing, Jeff Goldblum was going to get the part. Huh. Redwell was ready to be in. Uh, okay, here's another one for you that you won't get. Angry man fights girlfriend's father. This is uh, Marvel-based. <laughs> Angry Man. It's a comic uh, book. Oh, Endgame or uh, 
Uh, really angry man. Batman? Angrier. And that's DC. We're talking Marvel here. Oh, Marvel. Uh, angry man fights boyfriend's father. Girlfriend's father. Girlfriend's father. Because I was thinking in my head, like, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, also true. Kind of, you know. It's kind of like a Marvel theme, I um, guess. Angry man fights girlfriend's father. Starring Edward Norton. Oh, the Hulk? The Hulk. Yeah. So, uh, in the early 2000s, Ang Lee's film, The Hulk... Uh, Jeff Goldblum was almost cast for the part of the Hulk. What? <laughs> they ended up going with Edward Norton. Uh, otherwise, he would have been an Avenger early on. Oh my God! Can you imagine? He still got into the Marvel universe as he a did. god. It's much more suitable character. Yeah, for, for sure. To you, for sure. Okay, here's a weird one, and I'm not even going to make <clears throat> you guess this because there's no. Uh, I'll I'll give you the the Reddit mm-hmm. thing, but there's no way you get it because I don't know if you even remember this movie. But uh, a biopic about an awkward kid with a bad radio voice. A biopic about an awkward kid with a bad radio voice. Yeah. Do you remember Howard Stern? Mm-hmm. It was like slightly before your time, but they made a movie about his life called Private Parts. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, vaguely remember. So be, they weren't sure that Howard Stern could play himself because they they weren't positive he could pull it off mm-hmm. as a true actor. So they were going to cast Jeff Goldblum as Howard Stern oh in my God. that biopic. <clears throat> could you imagine? And that? Howard Stern uh, was not so happy with that. Uh, they wanted, uh, yeah, they were worried Stern wouldn't be able to pull it off. I mean, how can you not pull off playing yourself? Yeah, you think, but I wouldn't want to play myself. I mean, I have a true Ryan Ryan Reynolds set aside for that role. Yeah, who would I have play me or any of the Ryans? What's the other Ryan? the The handsome one that's in the new Barbie film. He was in the Notebook too. New oh, uh, uh, what's his face? The other Ryan. Is he a Ryan? I thought he was a Ryan. Mm. Not Seacrest. <laughs> Definitely not Seacrest. Ryan Gosling. 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 Whatever. Gosling. 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 Uh, who would play me? Who would play you? Danny. Danny DeVito. Yeah, just go for it. I think if if there was a movie made about us, it would be my character played by Charlie Day and your character played by Danny DeVito, and it'd just be an episode of It's work, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It'd work out, yeah. <laughs> it would work out well. All right, you ready for another? Yeah, let's see. A hobo and a bear get dragged into a war by a sister-kissing hillbilly from the desert and a creepy old priest that's been spying on him since he was a baby. Star Wars. There you go. <laughs> that was easy. So, uh... Harrison Ford was by no means the first choice to play uh, Space Cowboy. Yeah, Hans. Han Solo. So uh, the role of Han was originally offered to James Can. James Can. C-A-A-N. James Can. He's well known for... Oh, this guy... He is well known for uh, Elf. He was the dad in Elf. That's what he's most yeah, famous yeah, yeah. for. Yep, yep, yep. Well, he was also in The Godfather and like Elder. He played a lot of grumpy yeah. roles. Yeah, but he was most famous for being the dad in Elf. Yeah. Uh, when James Can turned it down, they offered it to Al Pacino, who turned it down. They offered it to Jack Nicholson, who turned it down. They offered it to Robert De Niro, who turned it down. All saying, bad script, bad plot, not going to do it. No, They man. offered it to Jeff Goblin, <clears throat> who told him the same thing. Like, this is some fairy tale bullshit. So they found the guy on the set who was a carpenter working on a door that would slide open and close for the spaceship that ended up being Harrison Ford, his first acting gig ever. No as way. As Han Solo for Star Wars. What a jumping And now, point. one of the most famous... Actors alive today, other than our friend Jeff Goldblum. That is crazy. 
pretty wild. They just totally gave up and were like, okay, this guy. And then they ended up finding a diamond in the rough. Yeah. Literally. Crazy. Carpenter to actor. Yeah, our Indiana Jones, our Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Whatever else. Our grumpy old man and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Finally, uh, nobody could even think of something for this one because it was so bad, but they're all blue and they're all small and... Smurfs. Yeah, they made a bad word He's going to be the bad, the evil guy? He's going to be... <laughs> Gilgamesh or Gargamel. Yeah, Gargamel, yeah. He was going to be Gargamel and the Smurfs, and he made a good choice by saying, it's a stinker of a movie. <laughs> it's a stink. It, is, it was a stinker of a movie. It was and always will be a stinker of a movie. But I think you got them all right. No, I didn't, but I came close. We'll just say that you did. Yeah, A+. plus. Yeah, now you know. It. Now you know. All the movies Jeff would have been in. I'll have to bring that up. Like, so you turned Star Wars down. Yeah. He's going to be like, don't talk about that. Yeah, that'll end our conversation very quickly. (laughs) Kicked him out. Could have been Harrison Ford, Jeff. You could have been Harrison Ford. You could have been Indiana Jones, too. (laughs) Idiot. (laughs) Oh, well, shit. Uh, Speaking of which, too, there is a new Jeff movie that just came out. Did you know this? Have you heard about this? Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? What is it? It is a Wes Anderson film. Mm-hmm. Called Asteroid City. Sounds bad. You know, it's got mixed reviews, but I really love Wes Anderson. Did you like Life Aquatic? Mm-hmm. Grand Budapest Hotel, mm-hmm. Darjeeling Limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They said if you like Wes Anderson, you'll love it. Okay. If you're new to Wes Anderson, you'll probably just be very confused. Yeah, a lot of people are like, uh, this movie's weird. It's definitely gonna be weird, and there's no doubt about it. It is going to be weird. Uh, But if you listen to this podcast, you're required to see it. So, Dang, uh, must like weird. I'm going to let Jeff talk about his role in the movie. How about that? Sounds great. Jeff Goldblum has uh, a role in this movie. It also has Tom Hanks, Scarlett Johansson, Jason Schwartzman. I mean, the cast is like two miles long. Mm -hmm. Everybody who's anybody in Hollywood is in this movie, including... Oh, Mr. Jeff Goldblum, here's Jeff talking uh, just a couple weeks ago at the premiere about his role in the movie. Yeah, Take it away, Jeff. Well, congratulations on this film. You have worked with Wes before, so how would you describe his artistic vision and what is it about his directing style that you have loved working with over the last many years? Those are great questions. That's a portal into my you know, uh, riffing ecstatic uh, because he's one of a kind. Fantastic. The movie turns out great. I love the movies, and that's kind of, you want that to be. But like Robert Altman, he reminds me of somebody who considers the shooting experience an art project and an important opportunity in itself. So every moment is a kind of sparkling, sterling opportunity for presence. He is a delicious, delightful storyteller. He loves actors and, and attracts the cream of the crop cast-wise and every otherwise on the crew, it is uh, all you, you keep, I keep pinching myself and just feeling overwhelmed with gratitude and good luck. And with such a massive ensemble, has there been a standout day for you on set? Is there a standout day? Yes. Yes. Every day is a standout day. Bye. I remember this day I had to, you'll see at the end of the movie, I'm just in it for a, for a, a, a brief second, but it's me under this, uh, under this mask that they brilliantly created, and I'm walking on stilts, which I just learned to do for this movie a few weeks before, but I worked on it every day, and so I'm doing that, and we did it 27 times. I just have to kind of walk, and I'm holding this this thing, I can't tell you what. Well, it's an asteroid. That's what I'm holding. And I'm holding this, and it takes place in, a, in an acting class, like an actor's studio session. And I appear in some maybe other dimension or dream-like vision of somebody's, and, and I walk and exude something and emanate something, but I'm on stilts. Oh, I'll never forget that day. 
And the whole cast was there. Everybody was there in the room playing these actors who play this, uh, these actors playing in a play, you know. So it was a great day. So there you go. He liked walking on stilts. He learned how to walk on stilts for this one. Anyway, that movie is out now, everybody. Uh, I will be seeing it at some point. And you should join us. Austin will probably wait till it's out on video. I'm waiting for VHS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Austin's working on a time machine right now so he can go back, uh, take it with him, and re-record it onto VHS. I'm, I'm literally, I'm, yeah, I'm going to plug a VHS into a TV. Remember when we used to do that? Yeah. That was the, a thing. That was... We record was all our shows. Tr- that was pretty trick. We'd record over Mom's Oprah all the time and she'd get pissed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Recording Oprah. That's right. She watched Oprah all the time. All the time. I just... Oprah always seemed like the same shit. It was. Well, I guess there's like a difference. It's kind of like this. I guess. Well, there's a different... <laughs> there's a different thing hidden under your chair every time, too. Yeah, it's true. By the way, look under your chair. No. <laughs> okay, shit. <laughs> there goes that gimmick. It's a lot of work. If I just had to reach under there, let's see. What'd you What'd you find? Um. Ooh. Oh, I found a do not remove label. Oh, yep. And there that goes. Yeah. <laughs> not returning that chair. I wonder why chair like beds. Have, you know, beds have those on them. I think the whole bed comes apart. Have you ever removed one yeah, before? You pull it off, and all the stitching goes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't actually stitch the bed together. They just put that label on, and that label like creates a force field around the bed. Yeah. That just holds there it. There you all. go. There you go. By the way, you might get bed bugs. Yeah, except they're going to be really powerful bed bugs to get through that force field. I'm going to read one of those labels. I wouldn't. If you, if you read this, it voids your warranty. <laughs> if you read this, you yourself become a label. Yeah. <laughs> you will turn into a mattress if you read this. <laughs> That's how they make mattresses. You fall asleep and then you just soak into the bed and you're never to be seen again. Yeah. Then a second bed's there in the morning and Lauren's like, did we get a second bed? Austin, what? did we get a second bed? Where are you? Huh. I want to use him as a box spring. <laughs> <sighs> well, 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 it's about that time, isn't it? It's about that time. We'll hear from Rory real quick. Uh, we won't just yet because there's something we haven't done in a long time, a you know, moment, and I feel bad a about it. Yeah, we kind of got a moment already, but I feel like we've had a pretty Jeff-centric episode, mm-hmm. and we should have those once in a while, right? Yeah, we should. So we're just going to do one more quick moment of Jeff. All right. Then we're going to say our goodbyes. All right. Then we're going to say our prayers mm-hmm. to uh, Lord Jeebus above. Jeebus? Jeebus and Sky Daddy, holding it down for everybody. Sky Daddy? Yep. Then uh, then we're going to brush our teeth, and then we're going to go Betty Bye. Sounds good. All right, so here we go. Everybody, your moment of Jeff. You floss at night or in the morning? Oh, oh, oh. You don't floss? Oh, I, oh, flossing? Yeah, you floss at night or in the morning or both? I am a in-between food flosser, actually. Oh, you eat and then you floss? Yeah, because I've got this weird, like, my wisdom teeth never fully came in. So I get these weird, like, little gaps. And so I get shit caught there like if i eat anything other than like you know pudding yeah basically jello yogurt (laughs) (laughs) so so i'm one of those people who like i've got toothpicks and floss but pretty much after i eat like i'll excuse myself to go just like you floss all your teeth or just the culprits uh i hit the culprits with the toothpick but if i have floss on hand i'll hit everything i didn't realize how much time it takes a lot of time, and there's a lot of blood if you don't do it often. Oh, yeah, totally. Because I went to the dentist this year after it had been a while, got everything fixed up. He ripped a tooth out of my face. There you go. Um, How'd that feel? It was honestly not bad. Hmm. They just numbed me, grabbed it with this pair of, like, locking pliers, and then the guy, like, kneeled on my chest and head and just yanked my wisdom tooth out. Damn. I could feel it kind of like, and it was gone. I was like, oh, it wasn't bad at all, though. I'd say a cavity's more annoying. Huh. Yeah, but the lady who did my cleaning, she's like, show me how you floss. And I was like, this is awkward. Yeah. Like, okay, like, well, I'm looking in this bright light. But, you know, I kind of would go out there, work the gum line, not spend too much time on the teeth. Right. And she was saying I got to spend way more time on the teeth. Oh. Like, use your floss and, like, scrape each 
side, like get the 45 going and scrape the back side, scrape the front side, scrape the front side, scrape the back side. Like, literally hug that edge and scrape your Who's tooth with the, the floss. Who's got the fucking time? It takes me now, because I try to do it, it takes me like a good couple minutes, two, three, four, like twice the amount of time it takes me to brush, to floss. Jesus. Because I got one of those Sonic Care toothbrushes. Mm-hmm, me too. I thought that yeah. would like, you know, handle they, the, the heavy lifting They tried for to me. sell me on one that's like a... Sonicare with the water pick built in. Oh, shit. So you're, like, brushing and flossing. I'm like, pretty cool. It's, like, 400, 500 And bucks. drowning all at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, no idea. They really, like, scolded me. Shit. Where'd I you go? I'm not going there. I'm gonna find a dentist who's like, hey, you still have teeth. Good for I you. I mean, I will say, I went in, I called him, and I was like, hey, I got a tooth that's fucked. I'm like, oh, come on in. When I came in, they're like, oh, take we'll take x-rays and stuff today, and the dentist walks in, he's like... You want to yank that tooth out right now? And I was like, is it that what needs to happen? He's like, yeah. I was like, all right. He's like holding onto his necklace with a bunch of human teeth all over yeah. it. Yeah, he's like, oh, I want that one. <laughs> yeah, he just ripped it out of my face day one. Damn. Yeah. See, if someone asked me, do you want me to take that tooth out right now? I'm like, I would yeah. like a second opinion first yeah. before you. I was like, man, it was a wisdom tooth. So I was like, nah, fuck it. Yeah, you don't need them. Yeah. And I was like, do I asked him, I was like, do I really need the one under it now? Because now it ain't hitting nothing. It's just kind of. A floating tooth. He's like, you technically don't need any of them. I was like, well, let's hold on here, Doc. Let's hold on. Let's wait till my insurance. Yeah. He's like, I got these fun wood dentures for you. You don't <laughs> need any teeth at all. <laughs> yeah. I'll take these four and that those five, and then you should be good. Yeah. Like I'm trying to make my final set here, and look at those. <laughs> they look like fucking shark teeth. I've been looking for vampire <laughs> teeth. Yeah. I've been making this model shark, and I really need these sharp oh teeth. Oh my god, you do have gnarly shark teeth. All right, are you ready? Mm-hmm. So here we go, everybody. Your moment of Jeff. Hi, my name is Jeff Goldblum. J e f f g o l d b l u m. Mmm. Guess what this is? It's a bucket. Ah. And my mouth is producing something. I think it's saliva. Amazon Music. Amazon Music. Well, if you feel like a bit of a stalker, maybe you are. Am I a stalker or not? I feel like a stalker, yes. That was your moment of Jeff. That was an ad for Amazon Music? I don't know what that was, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Huh. It just said 30 seconds of Jeff being Jeff. Yeah, that was very Jeff. This is a bucket. Mmm. <laughs> ah. So anyway, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, well, we'll try to stay on track this next uh, couple weeks here. And then in two or three weeks, we'll have the update on if Jeff is going to sue us or if he still just doesn't care. Yeah, by the next time you hear from us, more than likely, the way things are going these days, uh, you I, will... I could be in jail for breaking his drummer's hands. <laughs> there you go. You will know in a week or two whether or not uh, Jeff is on his way out or Austin's on his way to jail or uh, mm-hmm. or uh, if it's just business as usual. Yeah, I don't want to no, jinx anything. I don't either. Uh, we want to thank Mr. Rory Lynch for outro music you're about to hear. And uh, yeah, guys, let's... Uh, what do you, he has like 1.3 million minus 1.2... Nine 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 million views now. Something like Listens. that. Yeah. Hey Rory, keep on rocking. Mr. Rory Lynch is going to be at Roaring Camp uh, July first for the Moonlight Dinner Party. Playing with the full band, uh, you guys should come check him out. Mm, moonlight Dinner. He's going to be doing good. It's uh, it costs a lot of money, but if you use the code, which I can put into Roaring Camp, so if anybody does listen to this, too, if you use the code, featuring. Jeff Goldblum, that's F-E-A-T dot Jeff Goldblum, underscore Rory. I'll give you a free ticket, because I'm interested to see if anybody does it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's feed dot Jeff Goldblum, underscore Rory, R-O-R-Y. If you guys type that into Roaring Camp under the Moonlight Dinner Party train on July 1st, you get a free ticket. I will do that. Take it away, Jeff. <laughs> I mean, Rory. If you got some place to go, oh, I got something that you put on the radio. It's called Featuring Jeff Goldblum. 
It's a podcast by two brothers talking to one another about funny things that you want to listen to. It's a good podcast and it's good for you. <laughs> so good. It's featuring Jeff Goldblum. That's F E A T dot Jeff Goldblum underscore R O R Y Rory. July 1st, Roaringham Railroads. Give you a free ticket if you type that code this in. This weekend, right? This Saturday. Full band at 6 o'clock. Thanks, everybody. Be safe. Be kind. Be fabulous. Keep on noodling. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, make dinner for somebody you care about this week. Just do it. Or just make dinner. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess the small successes are really yeah. good, too. You yeah, know, let's, just start, do, let's start with that and then work our way up. Do something for yourself. Make dinner. Yeah. Or go out to eat. Why not support local restaurants? Not everybody. Like Taco Bell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>